How is your prayer life? If you are like most of us, it has seasons and sometimes lacks consistency. Prayer, faith, and holiness are key to reaching your destiny. Join Prophet Nanaseyo Pukusakori as he encourages the body of Christ to get closer to God in prayer. One of the nature of Christ is love. There are two things on earth that is so practiced in heaven. The language in heaven is faith and the character is love. Because God called the things which be not as though they were. So God obeyed by faith. When Jesus cast the fig tree and the disciples say, Master, the fig tree you cast is with away. He said, have faith in God. It means that the literal translation says, have the God kind of faith. The God kind of faith believes in what he said. In the book of Genesis, Genesis is the handiwork of God. Revelation and Ephesians talk about the predestiny or predictions of what is about to happen. Them that he predestined, he called. So God is an architect. The architect doesn't build, but he put the drawing on the paper for the builder to use the drawing to build. So God imagined how the world is going to be. And in Genesis, he started calling them. So you see two things there, and God said and God saw. And God said and God saw. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God said, let the sea come, and the sea came. So in the faith operation, you must say it and believe that you will see it. Prophet Nanaseo Pukuksakodie is an end-time season firebrand prophet and an evangelist with a unique preaching ministry, anchored on prayer. He teaches and prophesies the word of God with signs and wonders. And now, Prophet Nanase Opokusakodie. Nobody encounters God and forget. It's mm. not possible. Mm. Then what you have is not an encounter. But if it's an encounter, it cannot be forgotten. A testimony silences enemies. That is why among the weapons of power, one of them is testimony. Yes, sir. And go for the blood, the word, the oil. But he said, we overcome him by the blood of the Lamb. And by the word of our testimony. So testimonies are weapons against the devil. So if you are not having a testimony, you are heading towards frustration. It is a natural occurrence that must go with Christianity. You have heard other people's testimony. It's time for you to be in the center. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That is why those who have rare testimony, they don't have struggle to share it. Okay. You know it. You cannot become born again, not to know. Amen. Nobody says, I'm not too sure whether I'm safe. You are not. It means you are not safe. I'm not too sure whether I'm born again. You are not. You cannot be a woman and not know. I'm not too sure whether I'm a man or a woman. Can anybody say things like that? No. Because you was born a woman. So if you are born into Christ, you cannot hide it. So if you are doubting your salvation, the chances are that you don't have it. If it happens, you know. Mm. It is faith, fact, and feeling. Okay. Your feeling is the last one. Faith first, the fact to be. Now, his faith said that if I can touch the hem of his garment, that's the faith. The fact is that he touched it. And the feeling is that he felt that the thing has left him. So it's faith, fact, and feeling. Now, if you start from feeling, you mix it. It must start from faith. If I can touch the hem of his garment, I want to tell you prophetically that today you are for signs and wonders. Amen. Those who say amen, they will experience it. It's a good day that the last week, Monday, I had a terrible ulcer attack. Something that stopped years ago. Years ago, I have done fasting over the years. And this hasn't happened until recently. I couldn't sleep that whole night. I kept tossing and turning in pain till morning. When it happens like that, I have to eat. I didn't feel hungry, but I had to eat. 
something just for the pain to reduce a little. So that is the devil's act. He said, I am not hungry, but I have to eat. So Satan can force you to eat. Like the way you are breaking this passive premature is the devil. He said, I'm not hungry, but I have to eat. Hallelujah. I drank some water. Huh? I didn't feel hungry. I drank some of the water you blessed for us, but still, I have to visit the loo several times in bad pain. So he drank the water. The water couldn't solve it. It continued for three days. I took bread and added the blood and told God to make it go away. But still, no show. The blood, oh. Then I remember that you once said that not everyone gets instant miracle. And that some go through healing process. I dwell on that knowing I will be healed. For the first time, I didn't tell anyone that what was going on with me. Except the ladies I live with who saw the pain I was in. You told us not to be confessing with our mouth some of the things to make the devil happy. So for the first time, I control myself. May you control yourself. And didn't tell anyone, not even my sisters, the following day. You preach about divine immunity. I shook the word and prayed. But my already big stomach became extra big. And bloated. I felt like a balloon. When you touch it. I was in so much pain. I had to wear a very loose dress. Like a maternity dress. Because if I, if I wear anything close to my body, just the dress touching my body, it hurt me. I even got two people asking me if I was pregnant. I came to all night with the pain. We pray and you are now and you anointed us. I told God, this anointing shouldn't be only for my marriage but also for my healing. I came home and slept and covered myself with a mantle. Wake up and my tummy and the pain has reduced back to normal. The pain was gone and my swelling tummy has reduced. I was so happy. Then on Sunday at the prophetic service, oh, that is something as that service. You told us to touch any part. We were sick. And I touched my tummy. And you said, I rebuke. He said, the first thing you rebuke is ulcer. And I claim it. That day when I slept, I dreamt you were doing deliverance on me and said, you deliver me from any spiritual marriage. I was manifesting seriously in a dream. But it wasn't completed. When somebody woke me up. <laughs> but I know I was delivered regardless of that. When I woke up daddy. I was waiting to feel the usual pain. But nothing happened. I pressed my tummy hard. And I didn't feel the pain. I was rejoicing and jumping around. And I have been permanently healed from that Sunday up to now. My stomach has now flattened up completely. Hallelujah. He applied the blood. Light didn't come. The water first. Light didn't come. Huh? But in the midst of the pain, he said, I came to all night. Because the name of the Lord is a strong tower. Anytime the devil is pursued, we run to the house of God. Somebody has said you are for signs and wonders. Amen. The Lord just told me to tell somebody it's time for you to have an uncommon testimony. Amen. It's time. He said it is your time for testimonies. Amen. 
He said, it's your time to celebrate and rejoice. Amen. Those who are shouting, Amen, it is yours. Amen. Father, speak to us in the language we understand. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. I say, it's time for you to have a testimony. Amen. If you are going home and somebody meet you and say, something tell me to give you my car. Is it not a testimony? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How many believe that it can happen to you or not? Hey! You don't need money to get a car. You need favor. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. I say it's your time for testimonies. Amen. I started preparing this message from no discrimination. When it comes to God, no discrimination. Okay. This is what gives me assurance that God will give you a testimony. Amen. One of the reasons why I know that you are for signs and wonders is that God does not discriminate. I say, my God does not discriminate. It gives me the confidence that you are for signs and wonders. Amen. And I'm going to prove to you in a second. In Matthew chapter 7, there was this story you know about a Canaanite or Matthew chapter 7. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, God does not discriminate. God does not. Do you know that God does not discriminate? If God discriminates, you will not be safe. No, if God discriminates, you will not drive a car. Some of you are here, nobody in your family drives a car. The other person who has it is car. The registration is A. GS724A. It means a common chroma time the car was registered. That if God discriminates, you will not be standing where you are standing. Mark 7 25. For a certain woman, everybody says, Certain woman, your name cannot be mentioned. God has not given the, the record, couldn't keep your name. I mean, a certain woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit head of him. I'm talking about provoking signs and wonders and came and fell at his feet. But this time, I am talking about the fact that under provoking signs and wonders, I am saying that you are for signs and wonders. Whose young daughter had an ulcer spirit, has an unclean spirit, sorry, heard of him and came and fell at his feet. Wow. Hmm. For the woman was a Greek. Was a Greek. Do you know that when Jesus Christ came on earth, let me continue reading before I tell you that. A Syrophoenician by nation and she besought him that he will cast forth the devil out of him. So, the woman is not a Jew. She was what? A Greek. Syrophoenician by nation. I wish I can expand that word by to divert my message. But Jesus said unto her, let the children first be filled. Let the children first be filled. Amen. For it is no me to take the children's bread and to cast it to dog. Come to verse number 26. He besought him that he will cast off a spirit out of her daughter. So the problem is not the woman. It is the daughter somewhere who was going under demonic harassment. And the woman came to Jesus demanding deliverance from the woman. And Jesus started telling the woman that, I am not here because of you. Amen. I am not here because of you. Even when you sense God has started a language like discriminating, it's already discrimination. He's testing your faith. One of the things that bothered me and that shocked me is that we live in a generation that, let me tell you something, no generation has a name and spirit like our generation. I've seen people who come for me to pray for them and you could see their attitude and the attitude, some of the attitudes like, I was coming there, your boys didn't let me come and I'm so angry and I'm so angry. Wow! Who cares about your anger? I have seen it several times. I have seen it. I remember many years ago, there was a guy who was looking for a child in building power. He came to me. <laughs> and he has joined the ministry first and wanted to come and see me. And because he knew somebody who knows me, he came. That day, she came, I was preaching, 
uh, there was a program, and I said, come and I'll see you. When I finished, I said, I'm tired. I, I can't see you. And then he left. The next day, he said, uh, I'll be preaching in the morning, so he should come. I didn't come to the morning meeting. And he waited out to five. And I said, I'll see you before I go to the meeting. When I came, I told him, no, no, I'm going to pray, and I'm going to pray. I don't like to talk to people. Sometimes they say, well, we behave that we yourself, unconsciously, we are not aware. That's how the anointing. So, uh, after church, maybe I'll talk to you after church. I said, I can't. The next day, I said, um, I saw him and said, he said, you live around the place. So come. I live here. So come. Maybe I can talk to you. When he came, he came and waited for hours. Then I told her that I have diverted my course to some place. After waiting for four hours, so I can. So he can go. Later, I'll meet her. I remember the girl told me, say, thank you, Sabbat. Can you give me the next appointment? You could see meekness. The doctor told her his wife can never have a child. Now, the last time, I, he came to all night. I was preaching and the Lord told me, I, I, I think it was a series of come and not meet you and the Lord say, he is now qualified. Okay? I ministered to her and I said everything God, some of the things I said, I didn't even remember. But I told, I told people where they said that this guy has gone to the Lord say he's qualified. I'm telling you, when I pray for him, within three years, he has three children. I remember he came to me telling me that I should pray that the tail will cut. No. <laughs> and me, I have time for those things. I will never give you attention. I've seen people come here to pray for them. And when by any means, because listen, <laughs> some even send email. I see they are only one sending email. Do you know the number of mails we get in a day? Do you know the number of messages we get in a day? You see, People come to God thinking that they are the only one God called you for. No. Today, uh, I was walking with mommy around, going around and checking some things and a lady called me and said that because I know his husband is a big man. Big. And then the husband sent me a text message. He's my friend. And he said, my wife wants to come and see you for an issue. But I didn't reply. So I was there and then I saw a number calling, calling, calling. The man called that more than 10 times. I didn't pick it up. I'm not a telephonist. I didn't pick it. It depends on what I'm doing. Then a, a text message, I am so so and so wife. Please, daddy, I am in the compound. I am in protest. Can you just have one minute of your time? Then he said, please, I am begging. I know you are tight, but I just want one minute of your time. But because of his husband, I drove it to mommy. I said, no, let me see this woman. I just want to see her. So I said, where are you? He didn't even know. He said, I'm in auditorium. I said, which auditorium? Because porters don't have one auditorium. Where are you? Finally, I met him. He's a big woman in some, some forces. So I saw him in the uniform. He came to see me. And then when he saw me, so said, I'm sorry to waste your time. I want just one minute of your time. Then he told me, he told me his problem. When he told me, I said, that, don't be afraid. The moment he said, I said, you're afraid. He said, yes, I'm afraid. I said, God told me, you shouldn't be afraid. Everything is okay. He said, that's what I want to hear from you. Once you said it, I'm going, I'm fine. She left. He said, I'm fine. Ask my wife. Just less, I said, I just want to hear from you that I'm fine. And when I hear, I know I'll be fine. And exactly what I told my husband, that if you tell me I'm going to be fine, I will go. Because somebody was threatening her with juju. And I said, don't worry. I said, you'll be fine. I said, I prayed about the test message. I said, but, I said, but, you didn't reply my husband. And when I said, my husband told me that, I don't know how many text messages he gets in a day. Maybe it's not our turn. Now, for instance, if I have 400 messages on my phone and I click it, bah, you don't expect, especially the people living in abroad, they live as if I'm sitting there every time I'm typing messages. Do you know what it means to preach morning and evening back to back? Do you understand? No. If you don't change your attitude, God will never touch you. Because I am not a miracle worker. Jesus is the miracle worker. He only uses me. Now, do you know that ne Naaman almost makes his miracle and he's going to leave us a leper for life? Who cares? The mindset of coming to a, a man of God. He said, I thought, I thought she was going to walk majestically and come and see me. And the prophet did even open. He said, go and tell him to go and give seven times. He didn't even see his face. You are captain of the whole, so what? Heal yourself. No. 
And he came with all kinds of uh, uh, materialistic and money thinking he's coming to buy the anointing. Oh. He thought he's going to buy the anointing. That when the prophet sees those things, he's going to. Sometimes people call me, I am so, so, and so, and so. I laugh. I just, sometimes I just, I just delete the message. And so what? No. You don't get a miracle from God because of your achievement. Whatever you are watching from, you don't get a miracle from God. You get it because of your humility and your persistent spirit. I have time for people like that. I would not even give you attention. No, 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 no. Hallelujah. That guy could have been leper, leper for the rest of his life. You need humility to receive from God. I'm going to show you some things in the Bible. And after that we pray. You need it. Never come to a man of God. Let me tell you something. Today when I was preparing the message here, something crossed. Give me the scripture. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by nation. Look at humility here. And she besought him that he will cast the devil out of her daughter. Listen to Jesus. Mm. But Jesus said to her, let the children first be fed. Let the children first be fed. For it is no meat to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. No way. No way. It is no meat to take the children's bread and to do what? To cast it to dogs. I want to show you something. Matthew chapter 15. Let me read from verse number. 22. Matthew 15, 22. I want to show you something here. Hmm. Matthew 15. And behold, a woman of Cana came out of the, of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. Watch this. And Jesus answered her not a word. You see, Matthew went, Mark went straight and said that, <laughs> Let the children's first be fed. This one, he came to talk to Jesus. And when he talked, Jesus didn't even mind her. The Bible said, behold, he answered us, uh, he answered her not what a word. Give me the new living translation. Watch this. What the new living? And Jesus gave her no reply. Now, let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Let me, Paul, come. And shout as if you are trying to ask me a question. That daddy, uh, please. Um, um, is it okay to sleep in Portus? Try as And then you are going. Even this one, he was trying to follow me. This one, Jesus left. He didn't reply. The Bible says Jesus didn't reply. That one is a first insult. He didn't reply. Now watch this. Then his disciples urged him to send her away. Maybe he continued talking to Jesus. The disciples came and said, Madam, please, please, please. Associate pastors. Because when you come to some of my associates like Dixon and these guys, them say, and you see them reacting away, that is the way they are trained to do. Some of our fathers will come here and deal with them for not protecting me. They will come to me and say, listen, it is your responsibility to make sure when he finishes preaching and is tired, protect him to go and sleep. Because you see, sometimes your selfishness will let you think that it is you and we might get it for you now. I have finished preaching all night and lay hands on over 5,000 people. People will still come and say, pray for me. It is the highest selfishness of many Christians in Ghana. They don't care about the vessel, it's about themselves. You can give me a miracle today. If you don't see you again, I'm fine. No, is that? And when they stop them, they are angry. <laughs> and I won't come here again. When you left, have you seen that nobody is coming here again? No. There is no way you go that you will not show the same character. No. Jesus, then his disciples urged him, send her away. Tell her to go away. When we, when we are telling her, you should not listen But when you tell her, tell her, go, man, go. So, the way they tell her, he didn't listen. They said, Jesus, you tell her, Pam She is bothering us with all her begging. Please. I am not begging for food. I'm not begging for anything. I say my daughter. And I came here because people have done it. Ah. So just, he says he's bothering us. Watch it, he's begging. No discrimination. Look at the next verse. Hmm. Then Jesus answered the woman, I was sent to help 
God's lordship. It is you are not one of them. He presented as if the woman was not created by God. I was sent. I, Jesus said, I was sent only to help God's lordship, people of Israel. You are not an Israeli. You are not part of the people. It means that you, you don't qualify for this. First attack, he will not reply. Second attack, disciples came. Get away from here. You are bothering us. Third attack, you are not a part of the group of people I minister to. There are special and confront me minister, and when they come, they are holding dollars. Oh no, send me out here. I don't minister to people like this. I must even wear gloves to lay hands on you. Oh, what are you talking about? No, no. Watch this. That is the third attack. Then Jesus said to her. But she came and worshipped. After Jesus told her, you are not part of the people, he worshipped. She was not angry, he worshipped. It is the quickest way to get God's attention. So he stepped into worship. He worshipped him, pleading again, Lord, help me. She didn't get offended. She didn't get angry. Do you know why you offended? You already, you don't need a miracle. No, you are trying to get one, but you don't need it. When you get offended, it means that you are trying to use God. But God knows you just want to use him. She worshiped him. Pleading again, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. The same people who have a doctor's appointment. When they go, the doctor says, I couldn't come today, next week, they won't get angry. But the pastor... You are the one who called me. And this is a certain. Some of them will come here and try to pursue what to do things their pastor will not do for them. It's one thing. I told one man, I said, it's difficult to pastor the body of Christ. Because you meet characters. That is what God has to give us the kind of heart we carry. Naaman traveled from Syria. This woman is Syphonician. He's a Canaanite woman. Jesus said, she came and worshipped him, pleading the God, help me. Go to the next verse. Jesus responded, next one. It's, it is not right to take food from the children and throw it to dogs. So literally, literally, you are a German shepherd. This is the bottom line. I just mentioned one of the type of dog. This one, I'm not sure it's German shepherd. This one is a poodle. The small, small ones. This one. You don't take the children's dog. Now listen, a dog in Israel is considered an unclean animal. So for them to insult you with a dog is a very deep insult. Because it's not one of the animals God considers clean. You cannot use a dog for sacrifice. You cannot put a dog on the altar. Like the way you can put a sheep on the altar. So if somebody say, you don't take the children bread, give it to sheep, it's better than using a dog. Now listen, the Bible has also written that don't take precious things and give it to dogs. So it means that when they say you are a dog, it's one of the highest level of insult. It means that they've reduced you to a level and this is coming from the mouth of God. You don't take the children's bread. Jesus responded, huh? it is not right to take the food from the children. I mean, this is the last straw that breaks the back of the camel. Can you imagine it is you? You are coming to see us. You are already angry. I have been coming here three times. All of them, I don't meet you. I don't even, the last time I came here, I met some guys. I told them, whatever you are, they should make sure I see you. If you come to me with that attitude, by the time I finish with you, it will be a different case. No, because I know it. I know the Bible small. And I know that you are the one that is in need. I was going to look for a man of God. He called me to come to his house. I was there 4.30. He came to look at my face 5 o'clock in the evening. I was sitting in the security. When you enter inside, there's a security post. I sat there and I was there from 4.30 I'm at, ask my wife, to 5 o'clock. When I came, I knelt down. I said, say, Papa. So you are still here? And then he prayed. He prayed. He said, with this spirit, 
there is no way you won't survive. Pride! Now, the father, this woman, he could have gone. The dogs, hey, dear, no, no. I'm sorry, Ben, no, no. And I'm a potter in India now. Say, hmm. Go with your trouble. Chinchimusi si tantana na fako. I don't know. They will see who loses. This human good up. Do you imagine you come and the pastor call you a dog? What happened? A lot of people think that when Jesus is on earth, they can go to his church. Can you go to Jesus' church? Have I called you a dog before? There are people I rebuke. They will gather in other people's house to talk. What about if I call them dogs? <laughs> you don't take the children's bread. Me make you a dear. Me mobile no miracle keke deliverance na me pe deliverance into me a cramai. This one is not German shepherd. This one is not pudu. This one is a local dogs. German and cow can send cramai. German and ka. Huh? Your friend be the shronipa. My shusha wa bread. Sacramai no. My mother used to have one. Jesus Christ. He can find, and those dogs, we don't give them food. After we all have eaten, and we are going to throw the food away. Hope, hope, hope. Me, it is when I started raising foreign dogs, I saw that dogs go to hospital. Sure. Those dogs my mother used to have, and when you are sick, you chew leaves. Do you know Oyare. Who is going to take you to hospital? That is the kind of dog. You don't get it, it's not right to take the food from the children and throw it to dogs. Are you sure you are looking for a miracle? Are you sure you want signs and wonders? Look at the woman. Look at the woman. Let's see the woman. She replied, That is true. Ah, mommy we That is true, Lord. But even the dogs are allowed to eat the crumbs that fall beneath the master's table. What? That is true. I can challenge you. I cannot deny. I am still an, he said, Master, I am not cray. I am not denying. I don't want the food on the dining hall. Don't pay no margin on the account, the crumbs. The one you are going to throw away, that is the one I want. Listen to God's attitude. Look at what God did. Look at what. Dear woman. Dear woman. Jesus never called people dear. Dear woman. Jesus said to her, your faith is great. And because your faith is great and your attitude, your request is what? Granted. And her daughter was instantly healed. No laying on of hands, no anointing service, no mantle service, no nothing. The daughter was instantly healed. So God does not discriminate. It's your attitude that stops the manifestation. What's what? You have carried it with all kinds of things. You are coming to see a prophet. The prophet said, go and dip yourself seven times. He said, I there no better rivers. We are not talking about river. When you come here and I bless water and I say drink it, we are not talking about water. We are talking about Holy Ghost move. No, it's not the same. No anointing is a woman. Thy faith has made you. Your daughter is here. He said, great is your faith. Woman. Jesus said to her, your faith is great. So great faith, people don't get offended. So Mushen here, all the people that come around with offense, don't even worry yourself to pray. It will not work. God will not hear. They are already disqualified in the spirit. They are not. They can never receive anything. No. The power in prayer lies in the one that answers it. Period. It's not because I pray. It lies in the one that will answer. We will need it for where we are going. We will need that for an encounter. Because sometimes God will test you. Sometimes God will not come in the way you are expecting. Sometimes you will go and bypass your way of expectation. No. Am I talking to somebody here today? We must learn that process. Great is your faith. Great is your faith. Let me tell you something. That's why I tell you that the road to success is more important to God than the success itself. 
There was a six-year journey to the promised land, but it took them on the 40 years. Because God doesn't believe in shortcut. He trains you for blessing. He trains you for success. He trains you for breakthrough. He trains you for promotion and elevation. So that when you are elevated, you will not disgrace you. And part of his training, it comes with a, a stress. Sleepless night. You can, the fact that you are fasting does not mean the devil will fold their hands. No. If the devil doesn't react in your fasting, it means that you are not breaking anywhere. You are going nowhere. He must react. Satan must react. Do you know the reaction we have dealt with from the beginning of the fasting up to today? Today. There is a message. I don't know whether because your heart cannot handle it. Because that message is deep. This message, God gave it to me five years ago. I still have not released to preach it. That among all the prayers in the Bible, why is it that the devil stopped Daniel's one from coming? The title of the message. And that message, when I'm preaching it, I will need a writing board to give you mathematics and do calculations of the number seven. Why is it that among all the prayers that was prayed, there was only one prayer, the Prince of Persia stopped it. In the Old Testament, he didn't want the answer to come. Why? What is about the message of Daniel that the devil doesn't want it to be delivered? And he held him for 21 days. Never happened to any angel. Never. 21. Why? One day God asked me that question and I begin to do research. Why is it that that message alone was coming and that Daniel said, said, the prince of the kingdom of Persia hold me for 21 days. From the first day you pray, the answer was released. But they've been a battle for 21 days. To the extent that that angel called Gabriel couldn't break through. That Michael have to come as a reinforcement. This is the trick. If you are not careful and you sit down, hmm, 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 then you start, eh, eh, we start in fast secret and then I mean jai. You have wasted your kiss. Where's it? No. Don't ever deceive yourself because you start praying. Everything is going to come. She, 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 she. No. It's a deception. Satan reaction is a sign of what you are breaking through in the spirit. Amen. Because when you start doing uncommon spiritual exercise, Satan knows that there's going to be uncommon manifestations. And because of the uncommon manifestation, she got to react. The devil can't sit down and fold their hands for you to get it like that. Then it's not the devil. You are for signs and wonders. I say you are for signs and wonders. Are you my child? Let me ask you. Are you my child? Are you a child of the grace in this house? Then Isaiah chapter 8 verse 18. Then Isaiah chapter 8 verse 18. I say, answer the question. Are you my spiritual sons and daughters? Okay, did God give me grace to come to this bush? <laughs> I and the children the Lord has given me. King James Version, please. I and the children whom the Lord has given me. We are for what? We are for what? We are for signs and what? Wonders. So if you are part of this family, you don't have a choice. You are for signs and wonders. Your marriage is attacked because of the kind of breakthrough you are coming in. Your finances are attacked because you are stepping into a billionaireship status. The devil cannot handle it. This thing is going to be very strong. No. Forget about the guy that disappointed you. One is coming on the way. Hey. A <laughs> very serious. The woman accepted names, titles, endure all the reluctance of Jesus. Jesus was reluctant to give her a miracle. She accepted name, dog, get away from here. You are not qualified. You are a puppy. You are a German shepherd. You are a doberman. You are a rottweiler. And the last one was what? You are a bulldog. Hey. And all this one, the woman said, Matteo, daddy, Matteo. Me see, me I want the cramps. 
God say, Hey, mommy, be me. There's a wood you boom for now. You do a time now worship. We are insulting you that you are worshiping. We say you are a dog. We say, No, I want to eat the bones. Ah! Hallelujah. One day I look at some dog I have at home. I say, You, these dogs, you are not real dogs. Those are our dog, Jamaninka. He can be so hungry that when we are eating, when you take your hand to the food, he's watching. When you lift your hand, have you seen those dogs? So whilst we're eating, the dog will be doing like this. Ah. This one, sometimes we give them food, they will come and hey, hey, they go. Sure. Some of them, you take them to hospital, then the doctor will wear a, a stethoscope or something and be checking their heart. They never see hospital for the rest of their life. And they survive. They survive. Some of them live very long. I mean, you will survive because of the signs and the wonders. I say you are going to survive. A lot of good things are going to happen to you. Lift one say I am for signs and wonders. You are for signs and wonders if you don't allow anything to distract you. Nothing, not insult, not names, not whatever they call you. Once you don't allow anything to distract you, you are for signs and wonders. This woman could have got offended and walked out with the demons back into his children. What did Jesus told the physician, heal yourself. Why are you offended? Heal yourself. Uh, Amen. You go to us with the doctor said that I no other. My sister no ama. No I say no ama. When they came to church, I don't know where they wrote that they must undermine men of God. I'm telling you today, something hit me. Let me get to that scripture. No, something hit me. When I was studying, I came to the book of hmm. Do you know that there was famine and the famine was created by Elijah? Do you remember? Huh? Elijah created a famine. There shall not be rain or dew according to my word. She created the famine and she was part of the people that were hungry. Now listen. I am going to bring you to the place and show you that. It was God's choice. For Elijah to meet the widow. So there are miracles you are going to get. It will be by God's choice. It is not the widow's choice. It is not Elijah's choice. Oh, I'm coming. You are coming alive. So, no smoke. so God's choice was the reason why Elijah was sent to the widow of Zarephath. It is in the book of Luke chapter 4 verse 25. Now watch this. God's choice was the reason why Elijah was sent to the widow of Zarephath. It is not the widow's choice. It is not Elijah's choice. God chose. He said, I have commanded the widow to sustain you. Hear this. Now look at what Jesus said about that thing. But I tell you the truth. Many widows were in Israel in those days. Many widows were in Israel in those days. In the days of Elijah, when the heaven was shut for three years and six months, when great famine was throughout the land, many widows were there. Many widows. The fact that many people are suffering that something you will suffer. The fact that many people are going to go through financial hardship because of COVID, coronavirus, that's not mean you will be part of that statistics. Many widows were there. Many widows. Many widows. There were many widows when the heavens were shut for three and a half years. When great famine was true at the land, watch this one, watch this one. But unto none of them was Elijah sent. Come back to verse number 25. Give me the New Living Translation. Certain, certainly, there were many needy widows in, the, in Israel in Elijah's time. When the heavens was closed for three and a half years, and a severe famine devastated the land. 
Like what is happening in our generation? What? Huh? Yet Elijah was not sent to any of them. So it was God's choice. Elijah was not sent to any of them. He was sent instead to the foreigner. God does not discriminate. A foreigner, a widow of Zarephath in the land of Sidon. It was God's choice. It will be God's choice that you are going to be a billionaire. It will be God's choice. I'm going to show you some things right now and then we pray. Hallelujah. It was God. There were many widows around. But God chose that particular one. God chose that particular widow as Zarephath. God decided. It was God that decided. I'm going to learn some things I wrote here about that widow. <laughs> the moment you become God's choice, special miracles will happen. Signs and wonders will manifest in your life. He makes all arrangements to get his blessings upon your life. The moment you become God's choice. This fasting, I pray that you become God's choice. Many widows were there, but one of them was chosen. Many widows. Many people are going to through financial hardship in your family, but you have been going to be chosen to be a millionaire. Number one, the woman has never met Elijah before. That's why I say it's God's choice. She was not there when God spoke to Elijah. She was not expecting a miracle. She was not there when God spoke to Elijah. She has never met Elijah in his life. She was not even expecting a miracle. She was expecting to eat last food and die. When you become God's choice, when you become God's choice, all protocols are put aside. She was not, the woman had never met Elijah. She was not there when God spoke to Elijah. She was not expecting a miracle. She was preparing her last meal, which was planned to take with her son and wait. Oh, Jesus. This is why Rota shocked me. She was planning to eat her last meal and wait for death. Can you imagine somebody sitting in his house waiting for death? You are sitting after dinner. And what you are, your next expectation is that you are welcoming and waiting death. And you became God's choice. I'm trying to break down for you to understand something about this woman. The spirit of Elijah is the spirit of prayer. Watch this. Imagine that somebody waiting for death. And that person waiting for death was chosen by God. That person waiting by for death was chosen by God to host his servant. He became God's choice. Jesus came to validate and said, many widows. So every one of them could have hosted Elijah. Remember, if you don't divide scripture with scripture, the Bible says, Paul said, rightly dividing the word of truth. From the Old Testament, God said, I have commanded the widow to sustain you. It is not true. It is not the widow that is going to sustain the prophet. Because before the widow came in, there was a brook and a raving ministry. So before the widow came, ravens were bringing him food. So without the widow, the ravens will continue. So when God sent the prophet to you, it doesn't mean the man is hungry. Do you know my confidence in this grace? Do you know my confidence in this case? If you were a prophet, God knows how to sustain you. You don't have to be crooked. You don't have to twist. You don't have to charge. You don't have to do anything. God knows. One day God told me, if I say ravens, now this is the miracle. You put a fish and a meat in the mouth of ravens. They don't spare meat. It's like sending a, 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 a fish in the mouth of a cat to bring it to somebody. What kind of thing is that? It shows the miracle working power of God. Ravens, they will eat anything dead. Ravens are so stubborn that when Noah sent the raven, he didn't come back. And because he didn't come back, God vowed that nobody will eat your meat. 
You cannot eat kwakwalebi meat. Nobody can eat it. It is not the widow that sustained Elijah. A certain unseen must come to the house to make sure that scarcity is over. Give me the scripture. Go to King James Version. Let me show you something. But unto none of them was Elias sent, save save unto Serapta, a city of Sidon, unto a woman that was a widow. Now look at verse number 27. And the Bible says, and many lepers were there. Now watch this. So let's end it there. So there were many widows. But before then, he started from verse 25. Hmm? He was talking about a prophetic anointing. And then he landed with this one. He was teaching the people how to honor prophets. Go to verse 24. Listen to what Jesus said about himself as a prophet. He said, very I say unto you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. This is where the thing hit me. Today, I was thinking about, I was praying about something. I said, Lord, why is it that all the testimonies I'm hearing come from outside? I am sitting in Portis and people from Europe and America and Australia are writing to me testimony. Nobody sent me in Ghana and God gave me the scripture. The food that can nourish this one can give another person running stomach. We have gone to a party to eat. Some other people say the food is in and some came, they were running. What is the mystery? Jesus spoke and said that the prophecy is not accepted. And he said there were, because of that thing, there were many widows in that land. But God chose the one outside the land. So now the question is, uh, what do we do for the people in the land to receive the prophetic oil? This is where we have to solve. This is where we have to solve. The spirit is a trusted spirit that many pastors have never preached. It's called familiarity. Anytime you are talking about a man of God who you call your father by gossiping, it's familiarity. Now there's something about demonic spirit. They will let you do the wrong thing and let you feel like it is right. The father you are doing that's not me is in the right, is in the eyes of God. You see, Miriam stepped into racism and started dealing with Moses for marrying a black woman. And there with Moses very strong and said that you are not the only prophet. You will do your prophets. And God came down and said, hey, I understand. But the prophet, some of you, I speak to you through dream. But Moses, I speak to him mouth to mouth. It means I'm God the Moses kiss. I thought it's going to be mouth to ears. God said mouth to mouth. If you don't work on that one, especially those that work close to men of God, especially associate pastors. So you can, I was working in a ministry, and I worked there for over 20 something, and I realized that all the people that talk about their father at that time, their life never changed. I miss some of them until today, their lives never changed. And when you talk, they are hard in hard. You can feel them reacting against their own head. None of them became my friend. Whilst they were talking about salary, I was doing a standing order into the man's life. Yes, Hearts. I'm telling you, hearts. I've seen this thing. Never change. I was in your place with them. Graduated to another place. Moved to another. God was just promoting. Without God, your hard working is useless. If God doesn't put his hand in your hand. These are concerned scriptures. There were many widows in Israel. It means that one of the Israeli widows could have got the abundance of the cake and sent to others, but none of them because familiarity would not have accepted him. Is he not a carpenter? Don't we know him? The most dangerous thing that will ever happen to you is to know a man that God has called and anointed and you still feel like he's the same person you know. This Nazareth people, they saw the miracles. They, they had that for this day, this race. Instead of thanking God, say, Is it not a carpenter? It means, sir, hey, a hardened heart is a choice. You choose to harden your heart. <laughs> we have a lot of prayers to pray. I'm telling you, I've operated the prophetic for years. I have seen God call people come to church first day. Several times. First day, one that asked the Lord why. He said, they have not been caught up by familiarity yet. 
There are people here. I had a word, but I know when I give it to them, they'll go and analyze it. I know it. I can sit in my bedroom and I see people meeting and people are talking about me. And God will carry me there. No, it's not a matter of mercy. We are telling you what happens. What happens? I'm telling you. Then he said, one day, he had a call from Papa Kenekopla. Some of you have heard the message. And he said, Kenekopla was sick. Kenekopla is sick. You know that man? I went to, I've been to his place. I've been to his church. And there were a group of preachers talking. And Benihi name came. And he said some negative things about him. Immediately he was attacked by sickness. He prayed, prayed, prayed. Then he said it openly. On air. And he prayed that he was not going. And he said, God came and said that. Go and apologize to your brother Benny for speaking against him. Can the Copeland sees Benny he sees Can the Copeland as a father? But it does not really still mean because he works in evangelistic anointing. You work in a different prosperity anointing. So he called me and said, Benny, I'm very sorry, forgive me. And he said, but what happened? He asked me, he said, Ken. He said, what? What happened? He said, well, I, I just, we were in South Africa. You were talking and I just put my mouth in. And I also make some comments. It means that there are things people do and they get away with it. Because as for them, God has already forgotten about them. But you, because of where he's taking you, he doesn't expect you to continue something. That is why some people must never be your friend. I have seen people do well in church until somebody became their friend. And it's the beginning of their thinking. I've seen it. Me, first almost 26 years of my ministry, I was serving under men of God. I served under men of God from my favorite father, Pastor Amor, who has gone to be with the Lord. Maybe Nanaya alone knows that man. Pastor Amor taught me how to drive. He taught me maturity class. He taught me everything. He has gone to be with the Lord. That is the man that raised me from where I came up as a Christian. He took me like his own personal house. I've seven, 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 seven. And I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it happen to people. You can be in church, pray, 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 but your life never advances. Never. Never. Hey, we were familiarity. Jesus told them, He said, There were many widows. None of them were sent. And He told them, He said that a prophet is without honor, save his hometown. It means that. And Mike Mood, Dr. Mike Mudok could tell you that when they don't honor, you don't waste time on them. He said, go where you are celebrated, not where you are tolerated. Yeah. Dr. Mike Mudok said, don't waste time on them. Other people, where? The moment Jesus said that he left Nazareth and went to Capernaum. Straight. Also, it is dangerous to criticize a man that lay hands on you. Mm. If you are spiritual, you will never do that. Never. You are cannot to do that. If you are spiritual, no. You will never try. Stay away from those things. Some of the pastors will talk about it. Because you are trying to self-righteous to judge them. You will never know what people go through, what they go through until you get there. You will never. Maybe you see a pastor divorce and you think that you are righteous because you are keeping your wife. It does not mean you are more righteous than him. When you see Hosea marry a prostitute, will you say he's a fallen prophet? What will you say about that one? Uzziah, part of it to get the message of what God wants him to prophesy. He let him marry Gomez as a prostitute. Uzziah will be looking for his wife and go to circle and somebody will just pick her in his car. Almost dressed like a prostitute. In Uzziah's heart, you can imagine a prophet's wife practicing prostitution. Just to get one message. Don't say, do you know the feeling you are having for seeing your wife committing adultery? That is how I feel when Israel serves idols. So go and prophesy. So one, it was not Uzziah's will because God can move people to do things not because they willingly want to. But to fulfill his assignment. No, not me and you will stay with a woman we have engaged to marry, and the woman comes and says it's pregnant. And you say, Who impregnated her? You say, Holy Ghost. You will, you, somebody shot his wife. You will not shot her, you will chuckle her. No, you will kill her and the baby. You, you, 
when you read the Bible, you think because the thing happened is a story, but relate it to your life. That your wife you were engaged to do wedding came with a big stomach, vomiting. He said, Many. When you was in Holy Ghost, Holy Day. Oh, you can imagine. These are things in the Bible. No? I've learned a lot of lessons about things. No? <laughs> Some people eh, have seen men of God. Before even they get to the stand of their ministry, God will permit an adultery life to come to them. They commit adultery. Slept with another woman, tormented them mm. until they will never dare it up again. Because God loved it for you to make your mistake when you are down than when you are up. No. We have to tell this generation the truth. Whatever it is, we cannot concoct a certain style and bring it to God to accept it. Me and you cannot manipulate it. You say, your ways are not my ways. Your thoughts are not my thoughts. You can say anything. Why Jesus called people dogs? But Jesus called it. It's the same Jesus and I say, hey, great is your faith. So with all the insult, it was targeting towards something. So all the delays and men not give you attention. And not, so if you go to some prophet, go and bring this. Because So when you come here, you think that no. You will not be trapped. Yeah. You will be delivered from familiarity. Yeah. When they were saying, Is that not a carpenter? He was still gone. The carpentry has deceived them. When you see me wearing shorts and planting promise, it has not changed anything God has put on my life. Never. It hasn't changed anything. You see, there is a spirit in Ghana called the spirit of talking. Deliver yourself. Deliver yourself. Don't let it go. Is Ghana that uh, somebody from Kantamantu can call and insult the president? If you associate pastor, you have never passed a church before. And then you start talking about a senior man. Oh. Then I'm going to stand there and talk against <laughs> Papa Isu or Papa Archbishop. Hey. Over 40 years to something in ministry. Do you know the things, the, the wars and the battles they fought? <laughs> you have not even started a church. You are just riding on somebody's grace. No, you are not a front liner. And because you sit down, and I don't like the way he's doing things. He should do it this way. He should do it this way. Come and do it. Yeah, when I wake up in the morning, I have to think about what to do. I have to pray for hours. I have to talk to architects. I have to talk to civil engineers. I have to make sure everything running in Portes. Portes is not a church auditorium like this. Averagely over 200 workers are on this ground. And you have to oversee and pray for their health. And pray for their well-being. This is not something you envy. If it's my dress you are envy, it's free. All that, in fact, I can tell you that everything from here to toe is free. Watch free. Shoe free. Huh? Free. Don't be part. If you want to walk in signs and wonders, stay out of those things. All the widows talking about Elijah, God didn't send him to him. He didn't send Elijah to them. The Zalafa to Mahud has never known ahead about this man. He's the one Elijah was sent to. There's fountain of blessing in his house. What will interest you? Talking about people God has anointed. One, they do want to be anointed. That's all right. Number two. <laughs> have you done what you have done? All these are spiritual things. Anybody that tried to talk about pastor, tell them, hey, please. Shout on the person. Even if it's your wife, warn her. If Adam handled if well, he wouldn't have eaten the fruit. Mm. Because the reason why you don't talk about Buddha, you are not perfect. 
and you don't do well. What I'm doing, maybe if God put you here, you make more mistake than me. It's because you are looking at me, you think that this thing me 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 preach you are say me preach you me preach better. If you have never married and have teenagers, don't talk about somebody who is raising teenagers. Because your child has never been a teenager. And again, yeah, by the way, okay, yeah, can. We are waiting for your children. There are things you see, you just pray. There are things you see, you ask God for it. You don't talk. If you see, oh, if you close your mouth, you have saved your destiny. Hmm. Wow. One of the secrets of longevity is a close mouth. Life is a gift from God. Eh? You don't need to make life complicated for your life. Simplicity of life. You are not in hurry to be. You are not in. You see, worry is a sign that you are in hurry. And when you are in hurry, you die in worries. One of the secrets of kingdom blessing is godliness with contentment. Amen. I have lived in that thing for years. Godliness with contentment. Paul says it's great gain. God leads us to contentment, deliver you from enviness and demonic ambition of trying to lift yourself in a place God didn't put you there. If you are having sleepless nights on anything you are doing, you are under pressure. You are borrowing excessively. God is not in it. God is not in it. So would be careful. Because the borrower is a slave to the lender. You become a slave to the devil for nothing. No. 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 If your pay is 2,000, you buy a bag of 1,800. You are mad. You are living beyond your means. Life is in faces. Amen. So relax for where you are and live your life. Godliness with contentment is great gain. Don't lift yourself beyond your means. It comes with unnecessary pressure, stress, and sleepless night. No. Don't borrow to buy a dress. It's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. No. Don't hold the bag just to, just to, just to impress. And after that, you are pressed. Ah. Lift up your two hands. How many are ready for signs and wonders? Signs and wonders. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, contact World Prayer Center, PO Box GP21421, Accra, or telephone plus 233-303-413-703 or plus 233-303-413-705. Email us on info at wpcministries.org or visit our website at www.wpcministries.org.